This is the Field of Streams Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by Fangraphs. Hello, and welcome to the Field of Streams Podcast for Friday, September 8th. I'm your host, Dylan Higgins, joined by my co-host, Matthew DeWaskin. Matt, how we doing? I'm hanging in there about yourself. Doing okay. Doing okay. We uh, we had an okay few days, nothing special going on. Uh, Miguel Gonzalez got pushed today and didn't do a whole lot for us. Not that no, we had high hopes. It was like not awful, but not very good. Four runs in three innings. You wanted more than that against the oh, Braves, God, yes. yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Janelle Salamet struck out eight for you in six innings. No win, but you know, six innings, two runs, eight strikeouts. That's about what you can hope for for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Luis Castillo, another ten strikeouts. That might be the last time I get to pick Luis Castillo. I don't know. Yes. People are not buying on him, but he continues to get it done. Eight innings, one run against the Brewers. Then Tyler Maley did nothing for us on Thursday, he was even bugged, against yeah. the Mets. Uh. Boo. Yeah, I would think he'd handle the Mets, but he did not. On the hitter side, I had Ellsbury do not much. Lucas Duda hit me a home run. He's been on fire power-wise. And Nick Williams got in for me, didn't do anything. Albert Amora didn't do much. Kind of a quiet weekend. Or week, pardon me, uh, for us, for our picks. So, yeah, we got a weekend of picks coming up, though. Matt, you got anything baseball-wise before we get into our picks for this weekend? Baseball-wise? I watched the Brewers get swept by the Reds. That was awful. Yeah, that's a bad feeling in September. Especially in September, yes. Yeah. And the White Sox, there's no bad feelings there, right? You're just kind of like, whatever. You know, this is a huge weekend coming up for them, believe it or not. In what way? The first overall pick is on the line here. (laughs) There you go. That race is now a thing. Who are they neck and neck with? Phillies and Giants. The Phillies and the Giants. Yeah, that's a good interleague uh, race that they have going on there. Yeah, they got a three-game series in September with the Giants. Oh, boy. That's going to be fun. (laughs) <laughs> the tank socks have something on the line for sure okay well let's go ahead and just jump into our picks for friday saturday sunday we'll, we'll get to more baseball stuff i'm sure full slates all three days matt friday's the best streaming day i've seen in a while i felt like um it's a good day i don't know what the best streaming day we've seen in a while it's pretty good i just looked so i did my list earlier and i had mike clevenger at 50 percent i think our rule might have to be at recording time i have him at 51 <gasps> percent yeah, he faces Baltimore. I don't know if that was going to be your pick. I have no. some other guys I like as well. But is that a thumbs up for you, even though he's ineligible to us? <sighs> Clevenger at home against Baltimore. Baltimore can hit is kind yeah. of the problem. And but they're not, they're, believe it or not, they're like still in the race. Yeah, the American League's a mess. Everybody's in the race. So it's, it's such... Uh... Except for the White Sox, but everybody's in the race. Thanks. But he has back-to-back six innings, scoreless starts. Like, I think you can, but the Orioles scare me a little bit. So, I don't know. It's an option. He's ineligible to us, 51%, but honorable mention there. Do you care about Amir Garrett going to the Mets at all? He was interesting at one point and then kind of fell apart, and now a he's little, back. A little bit. I, I wouldn't pick it, but I'd be, I'd be keeping an eye on that box score for sure. Yeah, his ERA is seven four one. He's better than that. He got hurt and he got blown up. It's the Mets. It's a dark horse option in your deep DFS formats. But I'm scared if you're in Roto or if you're doing what we're doing and putting it on a spreadsheet. There's downside uh-huh. there. Oh, yeah. I got three more names, but I really like all of them, to be honest. Our boy okay. Jose Urena goes to Atlanta. That's just fine, right? I'd like it better at home, but yeah. Yeah, he's become like a trustworthy guy. He's at 46%. So he's kind of pushing it, but 
That is fine by me. Lucas Giolito is 48%, and he's at home against the Giants. Here's the series we're talking about. And Colin McHugh is going to Oakland, and he is 47%. So it's three guys right on the line. But if they go well, we might not be able to pick them. But are they all fine by you? Yes. But if I'm ranking, I go Giolito, Irena, McHugh. Okay. The least amount of faith in McHugh? Yes. He's had his down downtime, but he, I don't know, he gets his strikeouts just fine. He's been okay. I don't know. I, I like them all. I think I might agree with your ranking, but I, I like him just fine. So does that mean you're taking Giolito in this tank sock start? You know, I have to divorce myself from the White Sox in this situation and actually make the yes. right pick, and the right yes. pick is Lucas Giolito. Yes, even though you're rooting for him to do well, but you're rooting for the White Sox to lose? Correct. Yes. You hope he goes eight innings and then whoever their closer is blows it or something? I'd be okay. Well, that's likely to happen. Yeah. Uh, he's been pretty decent okay. Yeah, he's been he's been 18 strikeouts, four walks, 20 innings, and it's the Giants. I hate to piggyback with you. I'd love to pick somebody different, but I think that is the right pick. And we're still recommending some other guys like Urena, like McHugh, like Clevenger. I'm fine with all them. So basically on Friday, I wouldn't be spending. Everybody's going to get Max Scherzer at home against the Phillies. And that's fine, but that's most of your budget. And there's not much to gain there from picking the same guy everybody else picks. I'd rather hunt around a little bit. So you Darvish at home against the Rockies, like there's plenty of points there, but Go, uh, like, do a Urena, a Urena Giolito stack. Sounds fun to me. I don't know. Is there anybody else here that looked interesting to you at all? That we can mention? Even that you considered. Or did you kind of, you know, Jimmy Nelson going to the Cubs? Do you trust him enough? I trust him. Actually, I, this is a big weekend for the Brewers as well for the opposite reason. Because they've got yes. to try to get back in the race here with these three against the Cubs. Yeah. I, I'm okay with Jimmy Nelson against the Cubs. You know who I like? Just fine. And he kind of blew up and we can't touch him. Luke Weaver is at home against the Pirates. He has 29 strikeouts in his past three. I was literally just about to say Luke Weaver because, yeah, I kind of like that for him. He was a guy I got to pick once or twice and then everyone went, oh, yeah, he's good. And there he goes. No luck there. Patrick Corbin at home against the Padres. Sure, if you want. There's options on Friday. So I'm not saying it's dumb to pick Max Scherzer, but that's not where I'm going. I would rather spend on some hitters. Speaking of, Matt, who do you like at the plate on Friday? Okay, my C pick. Mm-hmm. Actually, speaking of the uh, Padres and D-backs, Jordan Lyle is pitching for the Padres. Yes. He's, in fact, right-handed, and he's really mediocre. He's not good. He's not. So I, I want the lefties in the Arizona lineup. Mm-hmm. I looked. It was tough. It. This is what, he's my C pick. Yes. At 50%, my guy, David Peralta. I like that. Yeah, I looked at it. It was a little too rich for me, but I think the strategy of using that as a C pick as a backup is just fine. But yeah, I mean, he's got uh, 11 of his 13 homers, 6 of his 8 stolen bases, and an 831 OPS against righties this year. I like mm-hmm. it a lot for the lefty, David Peralta. Yep, at home in the desert, getting the bad Padres pitchers. He'll be great. Okay, next up, speaking of the tank stocks, they get Matt Moore. Mm-hmm. We've spoken at length about Matt Moore's unusual splits with his, you know, OPS against lefties over a thousand, OPS against righties not much better, but right, you know, a lot, a ton of home runs given up to righties, and just kind of getting knocked around, giving up walks to lefties. Either way, I want a righty against the lefty Matt Moore. Yeah. Okay. And the one that I really like at only 27% owned is Tim Anderson. Yeah, you're coming around on Tim Anderson lately. I feel like. 
A little bit. There's been a bit of a power surge. I was, you know, I think we were, everybody was expecting him to be like a stolen base guy, and that just really hasn't been the case. And there's been this like weird, like, kind of power surge. Mm-hmm. I'm buying into it. You know, he's been fine against lefties this year, 805 OPS against uh, only four of his 15 homers. I don't expect much in the power department, but he's probably going to get on base. Yeah. A couple of stolen bases, nothing to write home about. But uh, he's, he's been quality against lefties this year, and I kind of like, I like him against Matt Moore. And, I, and he's going to play. Yep. I don't have a problem with that at all. And lastly, my A pick. This, this might be one of my favorite picks of the season, actually. All right. Okay. Okay. We've got Ricky Nolasco going to Seattle to face the uh, the Mariners. Yes. Nolasco, a righty who struggles almost exclusively against righties. He's kind of cleaned up his issues with lefties. I think it was more of a sample size thing early in the year anyways. Uh, but either way, he's still getting pounded by righties. Yeah. So I want a righty who hits righties really well. And at 19%, Mitch Hanager is just too good to pass up. That's really good. I like that. I looked at Mitch later in the series. Uh, I think it was against Andrew Heaney. And he's been hitting righties this year, not hitting yeah. lefties. So. Nope. Eight of his 10 home runs against righties this season. Uh, a couple of stolen bases, actually, and an 839 OPS against. I love this for, for Mitch Hanager. Yep, that should be totally fine. I'm into that for sure. For me on Friday, I got to say, do you remember the other day when I was like, oh, Wilmer Flores got hit in the face, but I bet he'll be fine. I like him as a B pick or whatever. And then today um, the Mets are like, nope, done for the air. Enough of that. So I liked him on Friday against Amir Garrett, but no. So I wrote down Wilmer Flores sad face. Cannot pick him. I would have in spirit, but he is shut down just like all of the other Mets. So I went to Texas with a New York Yankee getting Martin Perez and was on the DL for a while. But Matt Holliday is my C pick. He's only 39% owned. He hits lefties just fine. You know, can handle righties once Martin Perez comes out as a C pick. I think Matt Holliday is going to have a just fine time in Texas as the DH. So I like him there. Mostly picking on Martin Perez. My B pick, we're always picking Jan Gomes, getting lefties, and he gets Wade Miley, who's one of the most mediocre lefties still constantly pitching. And I'm not worried about the Orioles' bullpen either. And so I always like to recommend a cheap catcher, and Jan Gomes will be fine there. I bet I use him at least once this month. But my A pick, this one's more of a reach, but I wanted to pick against Jordan Lyles as well. But I wanted to go cheaper. I looked. I had to kind of squint. It's 1%. But Ketel Marte is switch hitter. And he prefers to hit righties. And a big squint, my friend. He's has not that many at-bats this year, to be honest. And has some power and a little bit of speed. More, it's that like the D-backs can't lose. And I think they're going to blow up the Padres here. And so I just want somebody in that lineup. So, yeah, I don't expect a lot of power or speed. I'm just looking for some counting stats here and probably some hits against Jordan Lyles in the bullpen or whatever. But, yes, if you can afford it, take David Peralta and more expensive and better D-backs. But if you just want somebody in that lineup, I'm going to use Kettle Marte. He's been batting at the bottom of the lineup, which I'm hoping will get him on base in front of some hitters. I don't know. I I just really want to pick against Jordan Lyles with somebody who bats uh, left-handed. From, from a guy who, who used to call him the human wind machine a few years ago. Yeah, that's a good callback. Yeah. But he went, what, like 6-0 and or something to start the year? 5-0? Yes. Yeah. For the Rockies. Yeah, that went badly. All right. Saturday. I wrote a bunch more names down, more than on Friday. I don't know if I love any of them as much, but there were options here. Do you believe in Mike Montgomery against the Brewers? You're still not really in on Mike Montgomery, huh? The numbers say it's okay, but the Brewers are so right-handed that I think yeah. it's kind of a stay away for me. Yeah, they have some guys that can mash him for sure. So I'd think about it, but he doesn't go deep enough to have a, a huge 
you know, not a huge upside. How about Brett Anderson getting the Tigers? He's, I know we were like, no way, but he was fine the last couple times out. So far, so good as a Blue Jay. Still no way. I can't recommend him in good conscience. <laughs> Even though he's been okay, the problem is only three strikeouts in each start. He used to be a strikeout guy, and that has been long gone. So the upside isn't even there for Brett Anderson anymore. Do you know how old he is? Uh, my guess is he's like 31. He's 29. Okay. Yeah, he's not that old. He's just it's, been so beat up. That blows my mind. You think he'd be like 35 the way he looks? No. <laughs> no. no. He hasn't been around that long. He's just been hurt that long. Seems like are that. you willing to possibly believe in Mark Leader Jr.? Going to Washington, or you burned too badly last time? I've been burned. This is we're we're getting into Adam Conley territory. I say no way. Speaking of Adam Conley going to Atlanta, <laughs> I I set that I set that up so well. I'm patting myself on the back for setting up that segue. Yeah, well, he's on my list too. He's been too bad. The RA's over five. I can't do that. I can't do it either. No. It's not going to blow me away if he is able to handle the Braves, but eh, no thanks. Opposite Mark Leader, though, is Edwin Jackson getting the Phillies. He's slowed down a little bit, but the area is still well below four. Not a big upside, but he gets his five innings every time. I'd be okay with you know honestly if if you're just like wind hunting I'd be okay with it. Yep, it's a cheap option that has a chance of winning that game for sure. Matt Andreese goes to Boston. Last time we liked him and it did not go so well. And Boston is not going to be a much easier matchup than when he allowed five runs to the White Sox in Chicago. So. No, man, Andreessy going to Boston. That's a, that's a pass for me, my friend. It's, it's a maybe, but also a pass. How about Max Freed opposite Adam Conley? This is a Braves prospect. Not making his debut, but has not been up much. High-talent guy. Are you interested in this against the Marlins at all? I would feel better if he had more strikeouts than walks. <laughs> That was a fair concern, yes. I'd feel better if you were right-handed instead of left-handed. True. I'm kind of scared of some of those uh, right-handed Marlins. I think Giancarlo might hurt him real bad here. But I think he might too, yeah. Yes, not a great start. Talented guy. Looking forward to him next year, but there's a lot of downside there. Just a few more for me. Yulish Shasin going to the desert. No way. It's that no black way. and white, right? No, it's, in, it's yeah. 100%. That's yep. it, where is he? Not not in uh, not in Petco. Okay, move on. Yeah, Jake Junis is at home against the Twins. Would you consider this? He's been okay lately. I'm actually picking against him. So okay, so you're not in. I would consider it. And then the last pick for me, the name I have is Andrew Heaney going to Seattle, and I can't do that yet either. He continues to show peripherals, but not get it done. And last time was worse. Three more home runs last time out. Yes. I think he's got eight and four starts. Uh, he has more than that. He has oh, really? 11 home runs and four starts. He okay, had eight going into his four start. That's actually really impressive. So, is it? The strikeouts to walks looks okay, but yeah, that is a, a stay away, obviously, there. So, those are all the names I wrote down. I guess before I ask who you got, I better put my name on one of them because it's one of them. Part of me feels like Edwin Jackson's safe, and that is so terrible. That is who I'm actually considering. It might be my streamer. I like Mike Montgomery, but I agree the Brewer's a little scary. I think... I wanted to pick Jake Junis, but you really don't like him, huh? No, I'm, I'm picking against him, so... You know what? He has a good enough control. He's not walking anybody. He has two walks in his last seven starts. I'm going to go with Jake Junis. I, I like that. 
their strikeouts to have there. He's been better lately. So right. I'm picking Jake Junis. I'm just not scared of the Twins at this point, really, either. But I came this close to picking Edwin Jackson. Who are you thinking, Matt? Who are you oh. going with? I, I took a long, hard look at Homer Bailey, who's been competent in his past few starts. Ugh. Ugh. There's so much downside there, though. There really is. So I, I'm going to roll with Ejax. Okay. That's actually not embarrassing. The safe option. Yeah, that's so yeah. weird. Oh my goodness. Yeah, Homer Bailey, like, when things are bad, he might allow nine runs. Like, that has happened. You oh, know? yeah, that's important, 100%. Yeah, and that'll just ruin your month ERA. So, and for some reason, Edwin Jackson is absolutely not doing that. He's been consistently okay. Not great, but okay. And it's the Phillies. So I actually like that just fine. Okay. Uh, how about hitters for you, Matt? Who are you thinking on Saturday? Okay. Uh, C-pick. Uh, we've got James Shields starting at home against the Giants. Yes. Did you find a Giant you like? <sighs> He's got an OPS against lefties over 1,000. Yeah, there's some lefties in there. Yeah. So that that tells me it's, it's, it's Brandon Crawford time at 38%. He's been so disappointing, but you, this setup is probably going to be just fine. Have you seen what he's done in August and September? No, I haven't. It has to be better than what he did in the first half. So, As for my B pick, we've got the Astros heading to Oakland to face Daniel Gossett on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Daniel Gossett's a right-hander. It's whooped on by righties. So that means I want a righty who's competent against righties. Sure. And I'm going to toss my guy, Cam Mabin, out there. I'm going to try to nick a stolen base. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, he's been just fine. Absolutely. He's having an okay year once he's healthy, you know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, and I don't think he'll have any problem getting Daniel Gossett either. Neither do I. Yeah. And lastly, my A pick. Mm-hmm. Speaking of your, your guy, Jake Jewish, I'm picking against him. Yeah, I know you are. Good. This will be a good matchup for us. And it's my A pick. Okay. So Jake Jewish is, in fact, right handed. Not great against lefties, and the twins are awfully left handed. So do, do you know where I'm going? You're going with Max Kepler. Oh, yeah. That's fine. I like Max Kepler. I think it's a fine matchup for him, but if that's like the scariest lefty he has to deal with, I think that it'll be okay. You mean the, the lefty with the 8.53 OPS and 17 home runs against righties this year? Yeah, if that's the worst one in the lineup, I think that'll be okay. That's all. I, I do like Max Kepler. We've talked about him a bunch. but I know. We'll see about Jake June. It's kind of a tough day. For me, my hitters, I have Lonnie Chisenhall in here as my C pick. Good backup. Gabriel Yanoa is starting for the Orioles. He's been okay, but also mostly out of relief. I don't buy him. I'm not worried about him. He's not going to go deep. I don't think he'll handle the Indians well, and I don't think the bullpen's scary. So I want Lonnie in here. I'm going to use Lonnie at least once this month, at least. Well, I'm going to say him a bunch. We'll see when he gets in. It's my C pick. My B pick, the Tigers are starting a guy named Chad Bell. Do you know anything about Chad Bell, Matt? I, no. His ERA is almost six, and he's left-handed. That is enough for me. He gets the Blue Jays. It's going to be a tough time for him. And the rest of that bullpen's not good. I'm going back to Steve Pierce. Steve Pierce has preferred righties this year, even though he has a history of hitting lefties. I think he's good enough to do both, especially when he gets into the bullpen. And uh, more importantly, he's been batting leadoff, and he's 7% owned. And if the Blue Jays are going to bat him leadoff, and he gets that matchup, I think that'd be fine for him. But... I am going to, with my A pick, go homer hunting against Andrew Heaney, giving up that many homers. It's a Danny Valencia day at 19%. I would like to think that he will start against a lefty for the Mariners. So 19%, Danny Valencia, again, all those homers Heaney gives up. Goodness. So 
That's my plan there. All right, Matt, Sunday the 10th. I only wrote five names down, and I don't know who I'm taking yet. This might get interesting. Uh, Actually, I do. But Jake Odorizzi is going to Boston. Had a pretty good time out last time when we were thinking about using him. We didn't. But would you consider him in Boston? Probably not, no. It's kind of tough. He got the Twins last time, six and two-thirds, one hit, one walk, no runs, six strikeouts. I don't know. Uh, That's what I'm hoping Jake Junis does. So we'll see. But Boston is a different story. How about our guy, Odrisamer Despagne? Last time against Washington, here's this best case scenario for him is what he did. He went seven innings. He allowed one run. He struck out two. And you go, okay. All right. So even when he's like on it, I got two strikeouts. So he's not going to Atlanta. I would believe that he could have a good start against Atlanta, but boring, right? Yeah, very boring. Yeah, yeah. You, well, you, you can't. Actually, I'm picking against him, so that tells you all you need to know what, what I think about. I think you can do it. There's just no upside there. I don't know. Uh, how about Ben Lively going to Washington? It's another guy that's been okay, but also no real strikeouts to get out of it, right? 100% accurate, Dylan. Yeah, I don't know. These guys with... They need some upside here for me to take on that risk because they do have the downside too. Two more names for me, and it's the Seattle matchup. It's Parker Bridwell going to Seattle against Erasmo Ramirez. I don't have a ton of confidence, but I'm going to take Erasmo Ramirez against the Angels. Even Parker Bridwell was interesting before. But mm-hmm. he's kind of slowed down, which I don't think is shocking anybody. But also, Erasmo Ramirez has pitched exactly six innings in his past five starts, which, you know, it's consistency, I suppose. And he's getting his strikeouts. And I don't know. I trust Erasmo, especially the right-hander against the Angels, because the Angels just are so right-handed and not that scary. And Erasmo can handle righties. So I guess he's worried about Cole Calhoun and Luis Falbuena. I guess. Whatever. So, yeah. I think it's a good matchup for Erasmo. Parker Bridwell I'm okay with too, but again, kind of slowing down lately. He's 13 runs in his past two starts. That hurts. They're both against Oakland. Oh boy. So yeah. it's an Erasmo day for me. I think that's a good uh, streaming option. All right. Well, I'm tossing Sal Romano on, onto my spreadsheet. Okay. And is that just a pick against the Mets? That's a large part of it, but he's actually, in, in August, he was competent. He had started off rough, but his, his final three starts in August, earned runs allowed, uh, one, two, and three. Yes. In one start, he's made one start in September, one earned run allowed. Yeah. Since August, 28 strikeouts to 14 walks. It's two to one. It's not awful. It's not, it's, it's, doable. it's better than, than, better than Max Fried. <laughs> so far, yes. He's a, he's a prospect, so, I'm telling you, but yeah, so far, not so good. I've heard the name before, so I'm assuming it was on some prospect list I saw a while ago. Yes, he's but, but either way, I don't. I think Salamano is is perfectly is a perfectly acceptable risk in this in this situation. Dude, going against the Mets, yeah, I know that it didn't go so great with us for Tyler Maley, but I think no. that Salamano can hang. So, yep, I don't have a problem with it. But I'm going with the eraser. Okay, four hitters, Matt. Who are you thinking on Sunday? Okay, C pick. We're gonna start with. Uh, I'm picking against CC Sabathia, who's going to Texas to face mm-hmm. the Rangers. I think CC has allowed 17 home runs this year. Do you, do you, do you know which side of the plate he's allowed them all to? Mostly righties, I'm sure. 100, 100% correct, all 17. So yeah. I'm going to toss my guy, Mike Napoli, out there at 28% owned. Oh, okay. I can see that. I don't have a problem with that. His job is basically to hit lefties. So, yeah, he should hopefully be able to do this against CC. The only reason I thought twice about it is because CC has been much better away from Yankee Stadium, but it's not like Texas is a great place to pitch. So... No. I think that'll be fine. Anyways, uh, next up, my B pick. We've got Bartolo Colon going to Kansas City to pitch against the Royals. Mm-hmm. 
He's in fact right-handed, and he struggled against lefties this year. It's it's time for the boss, Brandon Moss. All right, I'm fine with that. I picked against Bartolo, but not with Brandon Moss. But I thought about it too. That's fine. You can pick anybody against Bartolo at this point, sadly. But yeah. Okay, and my A pick. Uh, we, we mentioned Odrisheimer Despagne going to Atlanta to face the Braves. He's in fact right-handed, and he's not very good against lefties. I thought you were going to stop there. Just he's not very good. I mean, not very good in general, but I mean, against righties, 465 OPS against its OPS, mm-hmm. not slugging percentage. Uh, against lefties, uh, 804 OPS against. Mm-hmm. Again, super tiny sample size this year, but it, it shows that there's a weakness there. And I'm going to exploit that weakness with my guy, Matt Adams. Yeah, we haven't talked about him in a while because he's cooled off a little bit, but still, still very useful, I feel like. Mm. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I like that just fine. We should be able to take him deep, hopefully. Okay, my C pick. I'm picking against Ben Lively, even though I like him okay, but he has this bit of platoon problems, and so we keep bringing him up. He's been playing less, but he still should get in there, hopefully. Adam Lind at 2%, I think, can take Ben Lively in the Phillies bullpen, don't you? You you would think so, yes. I would hope so. Yeah. My B pick, we just had him last show and he didn't get in, so one more try. Not Brandon the Boss Moss, but Jorge Bonifacio getting Bartolo Colon. It's righty on righty. I think that's fine. And it's the Twins bullpen. I think that'll be fine. So... Another try for one percenter, Jorge Bonifacio. And then my A pick, it's another guy I'm not sure is going to get in. I hope one of these three gets in because I don't want to put up another zero. But uh, Ezekiel Carrera for the Blue Jays. The thing is, when he gets in, like Steve Pierce, he leads off. And so if he can get in against Anibal in that bullpen, I want these leadoff guys there. I'll be just fine against the Tigers bullpen. It's going to get worn out. There, it'll be AAA guys just pitching at that point. So I believe in Ezekiel Carrera, especially if he can run. It'd be really nice if he could run a little bit. So yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I got all three of those cheap guys. Hopefully one of them should start for me. Okay, that should do it. Matt, you got anything before we get rolling out of here? Do you want to talk about softball? Do you want to talk about softball? I guess we should. <laughs> you don't sound pumped about it. No, it was a, it, today sucked. The opposing team had had two things. That it takes to be, you know, a successful team in, in our softball league. Mm-hmm. First is a pitcher who can throw strikes. Sure. Their dude was around the, like he. I don't think he. I don't think he walked. I think he maybe gave up one walk in seven. That's inning. helpful. Nice. And I think it was a girl, so it wasn't even the wacky two base walk. I mean, I, in the bets I had, I made him work for it, but I I could not draw a walk against this guy. He was just he was he was just throwing the plate too much. Simple as that. Sure. They also have an outfield that can catch. Ah, that helps a lot. I feel like. Yeah, I mean, especially, I mean, our, our our team's got some thumpers who can who can hit the ball a long, long way. That kind of doesn't matter when you got guys who can, you know, make it go into their glove. Yes. So, and they have two of them, and they were just like all over the place. So, so their pitching and defense was all over you, huh? Yeah, they beat us eight to two. Mm, that's frustrating. Yeah, no. Yeah, we we got off to a rough start, and then we just we we couldn't get any offense going against these guys because one they didn't walk anybody, and two they caught everything we hit in the outfield. So hmm. you know, it, 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 today we tipped our caps. Yeah, sounds like they earned it. That's a bummer, but if you're gonna lose, that's an okay way to lose. You don't want to like blow it on your end, you know? No, they were. I mean, it was it was just clear that you know they they were the better team today. Yeah, um, I I have a feeling we're gonna be. You guys in the playoffs again? No longer undefeated, but I'm sure your standing is still yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Oh yeah, I think we're still. I believe we're still in first, if not first, second. So yeah. But either way, it was starting. Yeah. 
Uh, okay, well, that should do it for us heading into the weekend. Matt is on Twitter at MattD underscore DFS. I am on Twitter at HigginsFOS, and I'd like to hear from you about your softball or your baseball or whatever's going on. Just go ahead and tweet at us. We're into it. Uh, a lot of times we just get tweets about people who have picks and say, hey, should I pick A or B? And we like to talk fantasy. So feel free to hit us up anytime. Uh, for Matt, I'm Dylan. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you on Monday. This podcast is over. Thank you for listening to the Field of Streams podcast. For more fantasy baseball analysis, visit fangraphs.com slash fantasy, or follow us on Twitter at Rotographs. Again, we've we've talked at length about Matt Moore's wacky ass splits this year. Can I say wacky ass? Yeah, I don't care. I don't, dude. You you got mad at me for saying. I think there was something else that I said. I never got mad at you. We just tried to keep it PG. No, no, wacky no. ass is fine. No, you you said you can't, you can't. You it's always the 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 dull, disappointed voice with the. You can't say that. <laughs> I don't think that's quite true.